Lots has happened in a couple of weeks out there. Yeah, it's a whole different market. <laughs> it's a whole different market. We were just, I mean, it's all we're talking about around the office right now. Um, it seems like it's kind of all anyone's talking about right now. It seems to be the hot topic again. I mean, we can talk about these topics. I mean, we have touched on these topics, interest rates and, and things in past podcasts, but I think it's relevant for us to get into it a little bit again and um, kind of maybe give give some opinions that we have and other opinions that we've heard um, and, you know, talk about how... Because we don't know. The true answer is well, we, we don't. We, we don't know, but we can also talk about how, um, you know, we, we do see this in this season a yeah. lot every year um every year right yeah. so um you know it's i think it's relevant for us to touch on it at least a little bit yeah so i want to i'm gonna have my laptop open a lot today because i'm gonna i want to bring up some stats and things um to try and make sense of what's going on in the market and i'm gonna pull up an old podcast not today but i'll maybe share it into this uh into this podcast as well this right now the market is seeing a softening and there's a lot of articles coming out in the newspaper or on the news um, or social media just talking about how the market's going to crash or things are dropping because interest rates are rising, inflation, everything going on. Um, there is a softening happening. We definitely are feeling it, but that's also called spring. Like It's just a lot more houses are hitting the market. Buyers have a lot of options. Yes, there are some buyers that are nervous about the rising interest rates because their affordability is changing. Um, but the market typically will climatize to that. Um, we're still at almost record low interest rates. Like the interest rates that we're going up to are still historically very, very well, I low. Read, I read so variable rates still today are somewhere around 2.3-ish percent. Yeah. And I mean, if you're at a 2.3% mortgage, I mean, you're still doing a pretty damn good job of... of you know, having a really a low interest rate, Yeah. you know, because historically we see over, you know, years and years around a five or 6% yeah. um, interest rate. Right. So the one thing that is good about this is for the buyers, these articles are causing people to want to finally put their houses on market and get them sold because they think that the market's going to change and they could. Um, and also is allowing buyers, a lot of the buyers to step back and maybe not want to invest as much and buy those second or third properties, which is allowing first-time buyers, second-time mm -hmm. buyers to finally have options again. So we're seeing, we're coming more back into like a little bit balanced market. I still think it's in favor of the sellers, but we're seeing options being more available and ready for buyers. And I think that's going to continue most likely from now into the fall. Um, this is what the buyers have needed. But the funny thing is, where are all the buyers? It's like they're oh, they're getting they're getting fearful of all the articles and things they're seeing and everybody's been waiting for a softening we finally get a softening and there's no buyers to be found i'm like this is the time we're there's going to be months from now or a year from now we're going to look back and be like that we should have bought then i mean windsor's got so much coming to it i i think the buyers um need to open their minds to possibly realizing that right now may be a good time in the long in the long term yeah, I think it's important for people to remember that over time, your investment's going to go up in real estate. You know, there have been dips and valleys in the past. You know, we've seen huge interest rates in the 80s, right? People remember like 
in the teens and even into the low twenties, which is you know crazy. And mm-hmm. and I really truly don't think we'll ever see that again because the Bank of Canada understands that by doing that, it it, it would literally just destroy what economy we have, right? Yeah. Um, so there was a dip there, and then obviously there was a dip in in uh, parts of the nineties, and then there was a little dip. Um, and I say little around 2008 and 2009 because it didn't last very long. Um, if you look at the historical average sale price values in those times, they dropped by, you know, maybe 10, 15%. And then within a year and a half, they were back up again to where they were. So, um, yeah, dips do happen, but um, real estate historically is always uh, an appreciating asset. And I think um, whenever somebody has tried to time the market, whenever you've really tried to time when you buy and when you sell to try to maximize, uh, I, I think most people... Well, it's any market, real uh, real estate, stocks, right. anything. They, they, you should never try and time the market. You you deal with the hand you're dealt at the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're somebody who's looking to do a quick flip, maybe right now is not the time for the next three to six months. But um, if you're looking to buy a home... As long as you don't plan on selling during any of these soft times, uh, you, you're fine in the long term. I mean, look at we have a five billion dollar EV factory coming. We'll talk about that. We have feeder plants that are being announced. We have other big announcements that I believe are coming. Um, Windsor, Windsor. I don't even think we've scratched the surface of what Windsor is about to do. Well, and that's We're, what I that's what I like to always touch on too. Is when you read these articles, these are usually national articles. These are things that are written about places like. Toronto and Vancouver and these really um, metropolitan centers and and these places are already double the value or, or triple the value of Windsor so we're in this huge growth period here in Windsor and we're like you're saying we're seeing these you know plants go up and the bridge being built and the hospital being built and Maybe. I think you know even with rising interest rates and some some fear factor entering the market. I, I, I still think Windsor's gonna continue on a growth pattern. We might I in fact I know we're not gonna continue to see, you know, twenty five percent year over year increases, but we don't want that. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you know, we want to go back to the historical maybe five to eight percent per year increases in the market um that, that that are more realistic. Would you agree with that? Low interest rate. Yeah, you know, because historically, we see over, you know, years and years around a five or six percent yeah um, interest rate, right? So the one thing that is good about this is for the buyers, these articles are causing people to want to finally put their houses on market and get them sold because they think that the market's going to change, and they could. Um, and also is allowing buyers, a lot of the buyers, to step back and maybe not want to invest as much and buy those second or third properties, which is allowing. First-time buyers, second-time mm-hmm. buyers to finally have options again. So we're seeing, we're coming more back into like a little bit balanced market. I still think it's in favor of the sellers, but we're seeing options being more available and ready for buyers. And I think that's going to continue most likely from now into the fall. Um, this is what the buyers have needed. But the funny thing is, where are all the buyers? It's like they're oh, they're getting they're getting fearful of all the articles and things they're seeing and everybody's been waiting for a softening. We finally get a softening and there's no buyers to be found. I'm like, this is the time We're there's going to be months from now or a year from now. We're going to look back and be like that. We should have bought then. I mean, Windsor's got so much coming to it. I, I think the buyers um, need to 
open their minds to possibly realizing that right now may be a good time in the long in the long term yeah i think it's important for people to remember that over time your investment's going to go up in real estate you know there have been dips and valleys in the past you know we've seen huge interest rates in the 80s right people remember like in the teens and even into the low twenties, which is you know crazy, and mm-hmm. and I really truly don't think we'll ever see that again because the Bank of Canada understands that by doing that, it it, it would literally just destroy what economy we have, right? Yeah. Um, so there was a dip there, and then obviously there was a dip in in uh, parts of the nineties, and then there was a little dip, um, and I say little around two thousand eight and two thousand nine because it didn't last very long. Um, if you look at the historical average sale price values in those times, they dropped by, you know, maybe 10, 15 percent. And then within a year and a half, they were back up again to where they were. So, um, yeah, dips do happen. But um, real estate historically is always uh, an appreciating asset. And I think um, whenever somebody has tried to time the market, whenever you've really tried to time when you buy and when you sell to try to maximize, uh, I I think most people. Well, it's any market, real uh, real estate stocks, right? Anything that you should never try and time the market. You you deal with the hand you're dealt at the time. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you're somebody who's looking to do a quick flip, maybe right now is not the time for the next three to six months. But um, if you're looking to buy a home. As long as you don't plan on selling during any of these soft times, uh, you, you're fine in the long term. I mean, look at we have a five billion dollar EV factory coming. We'll talk about that. We have feeder plants that are being announced. We have other big announcements that I believe are coming. Um, Windsor, Windsor. I don't even think we've scratched the surface of what Windsor is about to do. Well, and that's We're, what I that's what I like to always touch on too. Is when you read these articles, these are usually national articles. These are things that are written about places like. Toronto and Vancouver and these really um, metropolitan centers and and these places are already double the value or or triple the value of Windsor. So we're in this huge growth period here in Windsor and we're like you're saying we're seeing these you know plants go up and the bridge being built and the hospital being built and I think you know even with rising interest rates and some some fear factor entering the market. I, I, I still think Windsor's gonna continue on a growth pattern. We might I in fact I know we're not gonna continue to see, you know, twenty five percent year over year increases, but we don't want that. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you know, we want to go back to the historical maybe five to eight percent per year increases in the market um that that, that are more realistic. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Um, I I don't think their plan was to ever stay at these low interest rates. These these low interest rates stuck around for quite a while. And obviously, were some of the reason we've seen this big increase in market and average sale prices. But I, I think this is the right thing that has to happen for buyer's sake. Um, I would love to see a more balanced market. But to think that this market is going to crash... Um, or drop, and if it did for long, I just don't see it. I, I'm not saying it can't go down. I actually predict the next few months probably we'll see a small decrease in average sale price. But to see an absolute tank out of the market or um, some long recession, uh, Southwestern Ontario 
is a what is the, a very high population of Canadians population. Um, it's a desirable place to live. We have, and that's what matters in, in this kind of a market. Incredible investments coming to this city. Mm-hmm. Um, very low supply, immigration still coming in um, at record at record paces. I just don't see how, in a supply and demand level, that this this will sustain um, what people think is going to be this long recession that's coming. Um, I actually think the opposite. I think Windsor is going to continue to see an increase year over year um, in the long term. Mm-hmm. Now the next the next twelve months i think or at least the next six months we'll probably see it fairly tame just people got their freedoms back they want to go on yeah. vacation yeah um pan- coming out of a coming out of a pandemic um the interest rate rising all these things that are happening i understand why it's softening it makes sense and things are still selling they're actually still selling well but these articles are definitely fear-mongering people into not buying when they're going to look back and probably see that this is the time to buy i'm going to use an example um, April of actually, I'll share my screen on this one. If I go to Windsor 2020 average sale price by month, actually the price didn't even drop much, but I'll go to action as far as, um, number of sales. So if I go into number of sales, you'll see. In April of 2020, we hit a pandemic. Everybody didn't know how to take it. Nobody knew what to do. There were a lot of articles about the market was changing. So everybody freaked out and sales completely tanked for April. Um, Not anywhere close to what it would have normally been in a spring market. Um, And then shortly after May came back, June came back and we had a booming summer. Um, I expect this year will be a little similar. I think this this initial announcement of the rising interest rates, the highest increase in 22 years of 0.5, um, I expect there's going to be a little bit of a softening and some fear in buyers, and then I think it's going to pick back up. And buyers are going to look back at April and May as maybe an opportunity they should have jumped on. Um, and we've seen it before back in 2020. And I'll, I'll share my screen um, or I'll share this uh, this graph in the um in the video video yeah yeah i I mean we we can only do our best to sort of predict what's what's going to happen right um you know we 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 can talk to death about it um and and we can be surprised just like everybody else but I, i think one of the one of the things that we constantly come back to every spring every january february going into the spring is the same it's the same rhetoric that we hear we get these these articles that come out that say you know the market's going to crash or the market's going to correct itself or you know this is going to happen and this is going to happen and and um that initial fear or that initial hesitancy that people show um tends to wear off going into later spring and into the summer again i i just i don't think we are in a position right now for at least windsor real estate to take this big nose dive well it just doesn't make sense you don't you can't have investments in jobs coming into a city and see a recession i just it doesn't how do you have a major border crossing the biggest border crossing in north america being built all the jobs that that's going to bring in, all the jobs that that has, 
You have a $5 billion investment, the biggest investment, I believe, in Windsor history. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the only EV plant. It's the first of its kind for Canada. It's bordering the U.S. So obviously where we're located geographically with the major border city and having the EV plants, that's building an infrastructure that's going to significantly grow from there we already have another one billion dollar investment coming for a feeder plant chatham just got another feeder plant announcement um, and then there's some other big announcements that i'm not going to speak of yet um, that we believe that are coming um, you can't just have this many jobs and these many investments coming into a city and expect a recession um, especially when we're significantly still below national average and provincial average um, yeah. There's too much room to grow. And we have so much space and land. We're just begging for investments. We're begging yeah. for the, the Windsor that everybody's used to and what everyone's thinking is is a Windsor of the past. Right. Everybody's Everybody's got their mindset on Windsor 10, 20 years ago. Right. I understand that this city is not known for having investments and a lot of infrastructure coming in, but it's changing. It's yeah. And it's changing quite quickly. Um, I'm going to share my screen again. This is uh, this is out of Vancouver. So, but this at least shows you um, a trend in real estate. It doesn't matter where it's from. It could be Seattle. I don't give a shit. Um, this is a trend in real estate and showing how real estate continues to grow year over year since 1977. So, similar similar to Canadian real estate, there was there's dips and valleys and and. It continues to grow over time. So you'll see in 2007, 8, 9, the drop only lasted two years. Mm-hmm. From from when it started to drop to when it got back to where it was, it only took a two-year time. And yeah. that was like absolute an absolute record-breaking for, for Canadian history, especially the U.S. economy. Um, this was a global, global issue. So you continue to grow up here. You'll see... Um, it kind of bounced back and forth until this this huge spike that we saw over the last five years. And then you see that quick drop that we had. Um, sorry, this is what Vancouver had in 2016-17. We were talking about this the other day because this is Vancouver's. Vancouver and Toronto saw a dip, remember, back in 2016-17 yeah, and Windsor yeah. continued to grow. And this actually goes into what you were just saying. We can't take articles that are based on the larger cities um, as something that's going to happen here because in 2016-17, Windsor saw significant growth when other cities like Toronto and Vancouver actually saw a big dip. But even then, let's go to their dip that they had. That dip that they had only took one year to get right back to where it was. So if we see a dip again, historically, they jump back right away because investors jump in, people buy up properties for cheap. The Bank of Canada usually steps in to give some sort of relief, whether it's interest rates or whatever incentives um i think what we're going to see if you look at that graph is is look at look at back through the 80s look back through the 90s the early 2000s look at look at the slow growth on that graph you know it goes up it goes down a little bit it goes up but over time that graph is on an upward trend yeah and that means real estate values are increasing probably in that I think it grows five percent per year. It's on somewhere around sort of, sort of full. Thing, right? I think I added it up. Um, at least Ontario, I believe, was a four percent average year yeah. over year. So I, I mean, again, we we don't have a crystal ball. We can't. 
you know, forecast exactly what's going to happen out there. But we have indicators and we have past experience to draw from and we have, you know, a lot of um, knowledge in this industry to be able to predict and tell people sort of what to expect, at least in the in the near future. Mm -hmm.